Hello, Steve. Hello, Jill. It's time to game classy. Oh, hello. This connection is the military planes outside of Antarctica. I'm watching a, uh, or I was watching a Werner Herzog uh, documentary. Oh, I thought you were making a thing reference or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, I guess kind of. I mean, you never know. The thing could be out there. He very well could be. Or she. We, you know, it's not. Look- I guess, I, well, I guess we should really say thing is an it. Because it's, yeah. it's definitely just going to turn into whatever it wants to turn into. So, but, that. but, but that's the thing is like, it could change its gender if it wants. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, so, so we, that's have to, we have to ask the thing what well, yeah. the, their preferred pronouns are. But you got to keep. Thing. But then you got to keep asking. You, yeah, I mean, like you would hope that the thing would be understanding and forgiving and just say, like, <laughs> okay, I'm going by her, she now, yeah. and then it assimilates you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh god. No, I, have, you, I know you haven't, but the uh, new season of True Detective on HBO. Oh, I want to watch it. I heard it's awesome. Yeah. The first season, of course, is my favorite. And, yeah, but this awesome. this season, like the first episode, I'm sitting there going the entire time. I'm going like, this is like the thing, but not like the thing. And then I realized it's a direct copy of the X Files season one episode Ice, which itself is a ripoff of the thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, say that that's a, that's the thing ripoff episode. Yes, but it's more like Ice than the thing. So that's why I'm kind of like, oh, this is weird. Like, did did the creator of of True Detective just watch the X Files and go? this episode this is the episode right here i mean ice is a good episode so i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna rip off an episode of the x-files you could do worse <laughs> it's not that great of an episode it's not it's I, I i didn't say it was that great i, I just said it's not that bad <laughs> so and you, you would have been do worse <laughs> it would have been better if Mulder ended the episode sitting opposite keith david you know in a fire that would have been oh, better that would have been yeah that would have been pretty fire did keith david ever guest star on the x-files uh I, not that i remember no, I was going to say, I don't really think he ever did. If I, It might have been a later season that I don't remember as well, but he definitely did not guest in like the first five seasons. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe he did. No, I don't know. It's a weird one to have missed, right? Yeah, well, I mean, so, so Keith David's an interesting one because like Keith David is an unmistakable person, but he's also it's also easy to forget what he's been in because he's just that prolific. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just he I mean, I remember him yesterday because we were watching uh, Has Been Hotel and uh, uh, Keith David does have a voice in it. Uh, that's funny. I, I, I remember him yesterday for a completely different reason. I was watching uh, a speed run of the old Gargoyles video game. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Whoever cast that show was a huge Star Trek fan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would. T- are you kidding me? If I had the ability to do any show whatsoever, if it was a police procedural, it would be all X Files people. I, this, I, yeah, that's that's a good. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm looking up Keith David on the X Files. So we're going <laughs> nice. to see this. Yeah, I was. Uh, it, it's funny because that, that, that's like a similar story to the guy, the guy who did the voice cast for. Um, uh fallout new vegas i was uh i was listening to a documentary of someone else who did voice there and he's like he's like yeah and i kept meeting these people and i was like i was like yeah i like he's like he's like oh i I know that actor and he's like yeah he's really cool and he's like yeah he was in star trek and he's like and then i met the next guy to do the it was the guy who did the voice recording uh did the mastering and he's like and the next the next uh actor came in and i was like oh I, i know this actor too and i'm like wait a minute 
he's also from Star Trek. <laughs> wait, wait, did the, and then you found out that the, the casting director was just a massive Star Trek nerd. So, like, that's why so many voices in Fallen New Vegas are, are Star Trek actors. I mean, I would do, as I said, I would do the exact same thing, except I would go deep cuts, too. I'd bring in, like, people from DS9. That's what it was. Mr. Mr. House, Mr. House is Odo. Ah, uh, there you go. Well, he's, Rene Aubergine is, is Aubergine, whatever his last name is. He's a, he's just a famous actor in general. True. Like, like True. if you're going to remember him from anything, it's pro like, 99% of the human population, if they're going to remember him from anything, it's not going to be from uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah, well, they'll remember him in a role that they don't know that he played, which is the chef in uh, Little Mermaid. Well, it, well, they'll probably remember him more from Benson, but I've never seen Benson. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. You're not a normal human being. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to argue that statement. You're a normal human being, but not a normal human being. Yes, a real human being. Oh, my God. Someone on Reddit mentioned that movie again, Drive. Drive. And I'm just like, my God, autists are just excited to see representation in movies. That's all it's got to be. I mean, it's true. Oh, I like, I like I like Drive, though. I think it's it's I think fine. It's, it's, I just it's one of those movies that I get I don't like because of how much people like it. Like, I don't think if it had as much love or as much like like rabid fan base, I'd probably like it a lot more. That, that That's a movie that I saw when it was new in theaters. I saw yeah. that at the Hollywood Boulevard and I had uh, I had an Arnold Schwarzenberger. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the Schwarzenberger. The Schwarzenberger. Yeah. The food has gotten so salty. Is I it? Um, I, have, I haven't been there in years, but yeah, probably since the. Mm, well, now that we moved, I'm no longer going to Hollywood Palms. So I could go to I could go to. Uh, Boulevard. I think the last time I was at Hollywood Boulevard was I saw uh, Shatner may have been mm -hmm. it could have been something a little bit later but I think Shatner was the last was the last time I was there and it was a while ago all right oh, everybody welcome welcome to game classy I was gonna say, <laughs> special shout out to Keith David for the best fight scene of all time and they live yes uh, we are 299 episodes deep and we still don't have a plan on what we're doing here so Did we ever have a plan was there even a plan to have a plan was the plan what's the plan do it now. There was no plan. We never had a plan. No, we never had a plan. Yeah, there was um, no Yeah, we're... Uh, I like how, how Steve and I have episode 300 coming up, and we're just like, uh, should we do something? Yeah. And that's literally what our plan is for the episode 300 is... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we could talk about how we're kind of old. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. We could talk about how we've seen the rise and fall and rise and fall and rise and fall of the old world. Of Megamind? Of Megamind. Yes, of Megamind. Yeah. And the B-movie. How, how the B-movie has gained cult status over the last 10 years. Because uh, of copypasta. That's why. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the fact that that woman really wants to have sex with a bee. Also, I, 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 we, were, we were talking about it. And I said the one thing that I really didn't want to have happen, I am now starting to see, and it's really annoying. But uh, yes, I saw my very first YouTube recommended, The Phantom Menace, underrated masterpiece. Yeah, I, hey, it, that it has, you know what? I blame Star Wars fans for that. You know why? I blame Star Wars fans for that. Because they didn't do enough to say how bad that movie was so that younger kids ended up growing up liking it. There was no shame. There was no shaming the younger crowd. That was the reason. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you're also in a, you're also in a situation, I guess, I suppose they could always do the um, – that could also, also have the opposite effect where you try and shame them and they like it more because you don't like it. It's, it's you're very old, true. Because you're an old square, so obviously you don't like it because you're old and lame. 
I blame the toxic positivity positivity of the nerd community in the last 10 years. Like mm-hmm. how it's like, you shouldn't hate things. You should love everything and be welcoming and blah, blah. I'm like, no, it never works out. Because then you end up liking the Phantom Menace. Mm, yes. Yeah. I mean, Phantom Menace is absolutely fucking unbelievable. The only time that you're allowed to like the Phantom Menace is if you meet someone who hates it more than you do and you just troll them with it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being contrarian is its own thing, but, you know, that's. Yes. As, as I've said, I, I firmly believe that that meme is you and I, where it's like, listen, man, I'm all about discourse, but that's not what this is about. This is about taking a chair and hitting a person as hard as you can with it. That's right. <laughs> uh, that yeah. is the game classy motto. Anywho, let's talk gaming. Let's talk gaming. Um, did you let's happen to talk gaming, gaming, did you, talk. did you happen to peruse the Las Vegas open previews? Uh, I did not. No, no, no. I, I, I heard I heard there's a lot of action, though. I haven't seen anything, but I've heard. So I'll, I'll just bring it up now because I can do it a lot of uh, full frontal action as well as rear action, as well as, you know, a little mouth action. Yeah, I, well, I know that I know they, they, they showed the, the orcs. Um, oh, yeah. so yeah, that was yesterday. They showed um, the the orc and goblin release, which is hysterical. Uh, I, I, I do like the new character on foot. Uh, yes. The two new characters in the footage today, the 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 um the black the war boss, yeah the black the black war boss, and then oh the the there's a new caster, um, wizard, wizard. However, I was horrified to find that they're in resin, so I will not bother buying those figures. Well, I think the so the night goblin set that they're re-releasing that was originally for when they were going to do that Blackfire Pass book. Remember for for eighth edition? Oh yeah yeah yeah, I remember that. Still makes me sad that they never released that. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be like this really cool. So for those who don't remember who are young enough, but probably most of our listeners are old grog nerds. They remember Forge World did a series of books for eighth edition fantasy. And it was Tamarcan, mm-hmm. which was an amazing book. Yeah, Tamarcan is fucking dope. Then they did um, like the the Monster Scrolls. Well, I can't remember the name of that book was, but it was like. It was all about just different Forge World monsters that they had made, like the big resin monsters. So it would have like the Praetan and the water or the, the big sandworm. Remember that thing? Yeah. So they had that those two books and they were going to do a third book, which was um, about Blackfire Pass. And it was going to have all of like Empire and dwarves and goblins and orcs. And it was going to have like a really cool narrative with the Marienburg land ship and all this fun stuff. And they just... Oh, and uh, they had a bunch of other kits that just never got released because I think that the person who was writing it died. It may have been Alan Bly. Well, that's sad. Yeah, I think that might have been part of the reason it was canceled. It might also have been canceled because 8th edition just was not selling, period. Also true. And none of those kits were selling from Forge World. Uh, also true. Yeah. Forge World at that time was suffering from like the worst... The worst version of people want to buy our shit, but it's so prohibitively expensive to get to the United States. Oh, right. That, yeah. You know, they can't actually buy it. <laughs> yes. And, and that's and that's well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because like Forge World Resin, that, that's exactly why I'm, I wouldn't buy the new figures, because if I'm going to be forced to work with resin, I'm doing 3D printed like I will just buy off Etsy or maybe get you to do something for me. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to pay a premium to deal with resin like that 
So the new minis, I don't think are going to be resin. They're probably going to be plastic. So the new Black Orc General and the new Wizard are probably going to be plastic. No, the returning they're... resin are the old Forge World pieces. The the new ones are the new ones are resin confirmed. The 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 caster and the Black Orc General are confirmed resin. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Where'd you confirm it? I haven't seen anything conf- confirmed. I'll uh, leave it when I re- read it. Is it's it on... from a you? What? It's on the it's on the Warhammer community page. I I don't see it on here. Look underneath their picture. Underneath. Oh, they are cast in Forge World Resin. Okay, well, anyway, Steve has been confirmed. Correct. And, and then the, uh, I mean, the returning resin is different, but, but still, I mean, I'm going to go with 3D printing if I have to work with resin. I don't want to pay a premium for that shit. Plus, there's plenty of other better looking Black Orc bosses and or wizard casters, you know? Yeah, well, if they were plastic, though, I'd grab them. I'd grab them in a heartbeat if they're plastic. Yeah. So, but th- this release is hysterical because, it, like, the army box is like the big the big box you're gonna buy is literally just like, yeah, here's forty orcs and forty goblins and two chariots. Have fun. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it it that is like that's a pretty good looking orc box. Not gonna lie. No, I I I agree with that. I just think it's it's like the the least sexiest box I've ever seen. It, it like, is it is it is not sexy, but it's what you want. I, I, I get, it's what you need is what what, what it is need. yes yeah. yes it's not sex it's what you it's want what you need yes that's what it you is. Know, I, I need i need some sex in in my orcs and goblins release yeah well i, I mean there's there's the there's the troll hag they're there okay yeah you got me there you got me twice steve <laughs> got some big old droopies on that yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is funny they're doing those returning resins and the new things the resins but the uh the goblin bosses are all coming back and like there's a ton of metal coming back too, including the uh the rock launcher, the rock lava. Yes. Yes, they're lobbing rocks, bro. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, I don't see uh, the rock lava. Oh wait, no, that, there, yeah, it's, it is. it's in the metal, yeah. it's in the list of metal re-releases. Yeah. Uh I, I, new lemon rust, new lemon rust. Oh, well, we're, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're still on the orcs, right? That's now. the most exciting thing. <laughs> so yeah we're we're and they're bringing back, what i'm excited about is the um they're bringing back the marauder giant yes you see that yes yes it's very cool i might actually have to pick that up i, I mean you know that's, i that's that's not a that's not a bad call yeah i i might have to pick that up and i might want to uh pick up some of the old metal stone river trolls because i've been looking to get those just like a small unit for my orcs i might I, just do the the rock i do i do like the stone trolls they're uh, the, the stone trolls are such a classic that that like the one with the big do- doofy popeye is just so iconic yeah and you know what the funny thing is is i had like one or two of them and i gave them away to people just because like years ago just for friends who are like yeah i'm working on blah 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 and i was like oh you want here just take this you know as a friend mm. and I, I i don't regret it but i also kind of regret it yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's it, actually it's it's kind of funny you <laughs> that the Marauder Giant is coming back. Uh, I mean, I like the Marauder Giant, but like I, I I would say it's really funny that the the other giant, the one that came right after the Marauder Giant, is was such a downgrade. Yet it was the newer model. I love that kit. I think that model is amazing. The, yeah, the Marauder Giant's great. No, not not the Marauder, the one that came after it. Oh, the metal, the metal one. I love that kit. Uh, I like the Marauder Giant way better. I have I have a. Th- want to say i have two or three of those medals i have one that i know i have built he's in my orc and goblin army right now you could see it on my on my instagram account mm-hmm. um and then i think i have one in the box still i might have one or two in the box i don't remember if I, what i have 
but yes, I have I have two of at least two of those giants, <laughs> and I really like them. I like them better than I like the plastic giants that were released. Uh, the plastic giants okay. I don't know the plastic giant. The the, the plastic giants kind of like I'm, I have mixed feelings about the plastic giant. The plastic giant is an overproduced and an overproduced kit, and by I mean by that is is that it's too complicated of a kit. No, no kit should be that complicated. I know there's lots of options and fun stuff for that, but the problem is not the options. The problem is the pose. It only has one fucking pose. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. the problem. I, I think that's I think that's what my problem with that model is actually. Now that you mentioned it, because because when you have multiple, it just starts to look weird. Because mm-hmm. they're all doing that, like they all have their arm at that one specific angle. Yeah, and their legs are all in one specific pose. It doesn't yeah. look right. <laughs> and yeah. I, look, I appreciate it. It's fine that what they did, but it's it's. I just think that if you, it, it's just kind of a boring model. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good to have one. Yeah, I have I have two that I converted to the Giants of Albion back in the day. I, gotta love the Giants of Albion. Yes, Balogs and Ketchor. I actually, and I have the originals too. Maybe I should get those out for for an Orchid Goblin Army. <laughs> those old nice. deadly dogs of war giants. They're so nice. ugly. <laughs> the worst models ever. Uh, I don't know. Some of those old, some of those old metal ogres are pretty fucking bad. It's true. Hey, okay, so here you want to hear an old, old Grognard story from me? I'm ready. I bought my Giants of Albion and my uh, Goldfags Mercenary Ogres. From the Games Workshop website back in 2002. Nice. When they used to have a, a, a clearance section. They used on the Games Workshop. Yes, this is this is true. On the Games Workshop website, they used to have a section that you could go to that would have like, hey, we're selling these models super cheap. Buy them up and we'll ship them to you. Right? It's true. And I, I did that. I think I also got a bunch of old Empire flagellants, like the ugly, ugly ones before 6th edition Ooh. from them as well. Those are the only things I can, can remember truly buying from them, but I probably bought more. Um, but yes, that was that's talking. That's old school. That's a that's almost 25 years old at this point. Twenty two years old, three years old. God, I can't even do the timing correctly. But anyway, yeah, the Oregon Goblin stuff is coming out. They got the. They have the new book with them, which I'm going. I will, at minimum, pick up the uh, twenty dollar uh, arcane journal, thirty dollar arcane journal, because mm-hmm. they have no the nomadic wah and the troll horde. So two interesting ideas. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, troll horde. Of course, you'll be able to probably have trolls as core units, but yes, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I guess you could use the the newer trolls for that as well. They might not fit on the bases though. Those trolls are big. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you might have to get bigger bases. Uh, oh, also, I didn't. I, I think we missed this one. I don't think it was a new pre-order uh, from this weekend. Uh, but did you see that they did de- that they did an Ionis Cryptborn, uh, Stormcast? Like he's a dude. He's a fucking. He looks like a Space Marine chaplain on a dragon. I think we talked about him, didn't we? Did we? I thought. I I don't remember. I mean, I, I, he's fucking cool as shit. Uh, I just, I do not remember talking about him. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a very cool model. Uh, the dragon is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 honest Cryptborn is is a cool model as well. I would just if I was gonna get that model, if I was gonna get that kit, it would just be for the dragon. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, the dragon's dope. I like I like Cryptborn too, but you know, it's just it's just cool. That's all. Yeah. Um. So some releases. Uh. 
let's go over i'll go small to big um or just top to bottom kill team uh is they got a new kill team set they got some uh some dark elf mandrakes that you're gonna get and the uh the what's it called the the night lords that were previewed um i i only mentioned this because the night lord models will be great for 30k so if you play Night Lords, it's perfect for that. Yes. <laughs> Aside from that, why are you playing 40k, man? Uh, because sunk cost fallacy. I don't know. Actually, I heard I heard the new, I heard the new edition's pretty good. So sunk cost fallacy. No, it's actually funny. I was you know who I, I was talking to last weekend was uh Redmond. Oh, nice. Yeah, he came over and played some D and D with us, and it, we were just talking back and forth about because he's playing AOS right now, which I thought was fun, interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, and I was like, oh, so no 40K. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. It's not really speaking to me this edition. I thought that was interesting from Josh, who is a, a huge, huge 40K fan. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, AOS is AOS is really good right now. So, yes. But did you see the amount of hate it got in the stream? Uh, what, AOS? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People people hate it because it takes attention away from 40K. Oh, is that what it is? They li- no, no, that's literally what it is. <laughs> i'm not even kidding i'm not even kidding you like it's literally what it is it takes attention away from 40k so they hate it i get mad because all these games take away from gorka morka yeah like no that's literally that's literally what it is it's like they they hate on age of sigma because they play 40k and people talk people aren't talking about 40k when they're talking about age of sigma uh so they also previewed the new Warcry 2 warband box set um pyre and flood which is Those weird ghosts are fucking awesome do they have the most uh they do have the most i can confirm they have the most yeah, the I ghosts it, are cool as shit. I, I should paint them up in Beetlejuice colors. You should. That's a good. That's a good color scheme. There. That's a good. That's actually a good idea for a paint scheme for the Night Haunt. Is do them up in like, um, not Danny Elfman, uh, uh, Tim Burton style, like with stripes and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like really gaudy reds and whites. I think that would look really amazing. Actually, yeah. red, white, and black. Yeah, that yeah. would look sick. You do. Uh, you have the uh, also the. He's got that pink, the pink inner shirt. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you get, but that's the thing is like, you just look at like the Tim Burton color palette and do that. Yeah, no, that'd be good. And then, cause, and then you can do the, the, the Beetlejuice hair for their, the, like the smoke and then, uh, you know, just the pale, the pale skin for, you know, or the pale skin color on Beetlejuice for the, the bones and stuff yeah you could do like big circles around the eyes a little green around the mouth and teeth i think that could work and then your your characters should all be in beetlejuice's uh wedding tuxedo color scheme (laughs) nice fucking model model. i still can't believe they managed to sneak an f-bomb in there well was it a pg-13 movie or only pg I, i believe it was a pg film it was early PG thirteen era. Beetlejuice came out in what eighty nine, and uh, PG thirteen started in eighty five. So uh, yeah, oh, right around there. Yeah, Be- Beetle Beetle is P- Beetlejuice is PG. Parental oh, guidance yeah. suggested. Yeah, it's true. We come for your daughter, Chuck. Um, and then they also have the the elves in there. What? Well, no, I'm sorry, not elves. The Lumineth. God, Beetlejuice is such a fucking banger. It is. A, it's a great movie. Um, um, yeah, the Lumineth. Uh, they uh, the Lumineth look like Harlequin to me. They, you know what they look like? They look like Rackham models. Also true. Well, I mean, you, we you, we know there's a bunch of Rackham sculptors working for GW now. Yeah, I mean, I was just I was shocked when I was looking at those models. I was like, man, those are some really Rackham looking models. Yeah, especially oh, the ones with the face plates, like the full face plate. That is like Rackham and a half. Uh, also, super. I'm super fucking hyped about uh, the Callus and Toll models. 
yes we'll get to there we'll get to there um we'll, we'll just go into that next um so that is the callison toll are two characters from the books right yes yeah they're 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 uh it's a it's a witch hunter and his like bro and his bro well they can be life partners let's just let's be progressive they're uh, life well, partners I, I believe i believe uh if i'm not mistaken i believe callus is only interested in, in sigmar in that way <laughs> Ooh, so he's polyamorous <laughs> that's right <laughs> but yeah no it, it's fucking dope it's it's callus and tolls callus and tolls a really cool series uh it's very like um uh, no, uh maybe not noir it's like uh so it's 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 basically like they they're they're doing shit uh you know like clandestine operations and like you know going to like do investigations because one of the first i don't know i, I don't want to spoil anything I, i'd recommend anyone reading the cows and Toll book even if you're not big on the age of sigmar lore callus and toll kind of stands alone it's by itself it's, it's quite good okay um, I do like the thief model with the with the rope. I don't know who that's supposed to be, but I think that's a really cool looking pose just for a model. Uh, those are I don't know. Those are new characters. Those are those are supporting cast from this book. Sounds okay. like the old lady is also cool, but it looks like a Necromunda model. Uh, yeah, she does. I mean, and then, I, I agree with that statement up top to bottom. And the Stormcast is is this Stormcast. He's cool looking, but uh, yeah, I really like his back banner. I think his back banner is fucking cool as shit with the, the skeletons with the key. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, it's, I, I think that's yeah. really cool. I like that a lot. And he's got a good boy, so you know. Yeah, he does have a uh, uh, what is a demigriff. That's what they're called. Yeah. But yeah, I mean they're they're all great models. I I think they're that they would actually I think work really well for uh, Curse City. Uh, yeah, or or just or RPGs or whatever. I mean, I yeah. assume I mean, they're, they're going to have rules for AOS. I'm sure. Oh, I'm oh yeah, one hundred percent. Those those are going to be those are going to be a choice you can take in Cities of Sigmar and or Stormcast armies, no doubt. Um, so we're, we're getting to the end of the Dawnbringer cycle for Age of Sigmar and they're doing Shadow of the Crone. Um, that's yes. a weird looking fucking model. I really like that model. That model is Dark Souls as fuck. <laughs> there is someone working in the design studio who absolutely loves bare feet. Like there's been so many barefoot female models coming out lately. Hey, that the you know guy what? has to, has to have a foot fetish. You know what? Shout out to that guy. He's a fucking hero. You know what? And, and that's the thing is I'm not. I'm not kink shaming him, but it's like it's it's seriously like when you go on deviant art and you're looking like, oh, this picture's really cool. It's like, oh, wait, this guy's a foot fetishist. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like, the, like the, everything's like abstract or like, you know, kind of like, OK, but then you get to the foot and it's immaculately drawn. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say I said there's no more organized fetish on the Internet than the foot fetish community. So uh, it's, it's true. I mean, for me, me personally, I like when it's I like when it's subtle. I don't like the ones that are uh, like blatantly like a giant foot in your face. That's not my that's not my style. I am. I am. I am not necessarily a foot guy. Um, I appreciate a good foot, but it's not like it's it's a thing for me. So I, I will stay out of that argument and just allow it the the uh, the the expert to comment. <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm a footman. I'm a footman. I'm a footman. <laughs> yes, uh, I am not necessarily. That's not necessarily my bag, yo. Uh, what about this book you wrote that says it's my bag, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Foot fetishism. It's my bag by Joe. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, whatever. But it's it, yeah, it's a it's definitely a Dark Souls ish model. Yeah, I like I like that figure. It's cool. I, I I don't know. There's something about it. Like maybe it's the hair in front of the face that bothers me. Um, there's something I, about it I don't like. But. I think it fits in very well with the uh, daughters of Cain aesthetic. 
yeah stupid reason we have camp dark elves and old world uh well did, didn't didn't uh did we did you look to see if the timing was right when that, and that thing that someone postulated that what uh that the reason that the dark elves aren't in old world is because the timeline there literally aren't dark elves yet no that's incorrect completely that's incorrect. 100%. Oh, okay very good yeah so i i didn't i didn't actually check that that was just something that someone postulated no the, the high elf dark elf split was like a thousand two thousand years before that even happened. Okay. the events of all that happened okay cool yeah i mean i didn't i don't i didn't know the time frame of what the old where the old world was happening like uh off the top of my head so i i want to say if i remember correctly now it's been a long time since i read any old world stuff is that the dark elves were around when the war of the beard happened or maybe it was after the war the right after was, the war of the was, beard i think it was right after the war of the beard yeah and that was you know however many thousand years before mm. all that stuff that's going on right now. No, the, the, as I've said, the, the reason for army, all of those armies that are listed in as not a, being supported by the old world, they're not being supported because all of those armies are going to feature heavily in the next edition of age of Sigmar, which is coming out in the spring or being announced in the spring coming out in the summer. Right. And also they, uh, and they, uh, to to uh i think we i think we mentioned it before when we were first talking about the old world but they did they did say that uh those armies are not in this edition yeah yeah so so just just wait if you're if you're if you're a big old skaven fan uh i, I mean old world already has has had one of the i i thought old world was going to be popular i did not expect it to be this popular you yeah, know i didn't either um we could for it holy shit yeah, so we did the uh, right after we recorded the next day was the pre-orders for today. Actually, we're recording the on drop day. Uh, I'm going with uh, my buddy Mick. We're going up to Games Plus today. I'm going to pick up. I got all the rule books on pre-order. There has and been shipping, there has been shipping issues, so make sure you check the store that they actually got their stock. Already called them on yesterday, so <laughs> very, very. I was very. like, "Hey, is the old world stuff can still come dropping on Saturday?" And they were like, "Yeah, we still got, we got it all in." So yeah, well, there's that there's there's shipping delay, so some so some stores may be affected uh, anywhere. So just yeah, the, I guess it, I mean it's, it'll it'll be too late if anyone's leaving today by yeah. the time they hear the podcast. But if you haven't gone yet. Well, yeah, the, well, the podcast will drop tomorrow, so they yeah. will already know if their store has their shit in. That's 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 true. Yeah, fair yeah. Enough. And it's because some uh, it's because in the United States right now, we're going through we're at the tail end of like this awful fucking weather phenomenon where we've just had snow and cold for two weeks straight mm. or just a week straight because now we're at the end of it. And it's every time it snows now, now, like the city doesn't even care anymore. They're like, should we send out the plows? Nah. It's gonna, it's gonna eventually just melt. We're at that part of whatever storm season we're at. Mm. But of course, I think it's uh, Nashville, right? Is that where the, the the distribution hub is? I think so. Yes. The distribution hub for Games Workshop, I think, is still in Nashville, and I think they got like a foot of snow. So of course, or they probably got two inches of snow. So and of course, they can't handle it because you know it's Nashville. Right, they're not equipped for they're not equipped for any amount of snow. They're not equipped for anything. Also true. You know, this is like if they had put the Games Workshop factory or distribution center in Chicago, that stuff would have already been delivered. You know why? Because we don't care about the snow. We'll and, bitch and moan about it, but we don't let it bother us. And Chicago Teamsters. And Chicago. Hey, what you got there? I got a box of the old world. Hey, I, uh, sausage grease on that. Ah, oh, jeez, you you spilled my you, you spilled my beef all over the box. 
<laughs> you spilled my cup of hot marinara <laughs> all hot. over the box. <laughs> I was drinking th- that. <laughs> I was drinking that marinara. It spilled all over the goddamn box. <laughs> Chicago meme. I did see a person posted a meme about a uh, uh, a salt truck, salt in the roads, and it just said celery salt on the side. And it made me laugh. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like such a boomer, but that That's, made me laugh. That is that is funny. That's funny. Oh, did you? I, I forgot. To, I forgot to, the, it, uh, something I, I noticed that I I wanted to point out. Did you? Did any? Did anyone else notice that they actually did some um, updating on some of the old models? Uh, I was looking because there is uh, there's now an alternate. So this is specifically for the Tomb Kings. They're the only ones I noticed because I noticed it fucking immediately because I'm a fucking psychopath for that miniature. Well, the, yeah, the Bone Giant head's different, and the uh, the the Cask of Souls uh, has an interior now. Oh, does it? I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a, it's got a cool looking like pit of sand with like a screaming fucking creepy face in it. That's like uh, a level three autistic thing to notice. I mean, and, I'm not. <laughs> and they, and uh, yeah, and of course the bone giant has a different head, but then also there's um, uh, or level one, I should say. Let's start at the bottom, not uh, like not go from three to one. Let's go from one to three. Very good. There's also a there's also a third carrion model now instead of just the previous two. The third carrion uh, model, I thought maybe have been a re- an unreleased model that they just never put in. Uh, I don't know if it was unreleased or not, but it, there is there, wh- wherever it came from, there is now a third. How about that unreleased Bretonian that they're releasing? Uh, <laughs> should have kept that. Should have kept that guy in. Should have kept that guy in the vault. <laughs> yeah, that was a. That's not the best one. I mean, it has that chunky cape, that chunky like. Oh. I mean the, the 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 face is pretty the face is kind of unforgivable that's really bad. Yeah, they my my feeling is is it was one of those like sculptor test models that they used to make people do like to submit. So like uh, they they used to have like the sculptors do test models to like become part of the design studio and then they would say like okay, well this will go like we might release it we might not release it. Usually that shit got released for uh Mordheim. Yeah, I mean I I don't I I think that the miniature is fine for the time frame it was sculpted, except for the head, which even at the time would have been unacceptable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably was like a Mordheim practice model, or, you know? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that, that head's fucking, that head's bad. But, but anyway, the, what? we were talking about the release um, stuff and uh, a lot of the stuff like the cards and dice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, fucking goddamn. It was brutal it was it was it was brutal that's like why like that release was so insane yeah. no one expected it to be that much yeah i mean i i tried to get the i i i went on as soon as the pre-order went live i i just i literally just tried to get the limited goods so like the stuff that was like um you know this is you know it, it's web exclusive and it's you know while supplies last stuff so that would be like the dice the the cards um yeah all the all the stuff, you know, again, just basically anything that was limited, I tried to get. It sold out before I could check out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why that's I how fast it sold out. That's that is crazy. I literally went to Games Plus that day and was just like, hey, can you put this on pre-order for me? And they're like, Yeah. I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. Well, I mean, a lot of the stuff I a lot of stuff I was looking for is web only. So I yeah. was uh yeah, I yeah. couldn't. I, I was fucking. Yeah, I was just. I was just so surprised. I, I couldn't the, believe it. The only thing that I'm really, um, I, I'm gonna try and see if I could track down the cards, not get it scalpered. Um, but I'm gonna see if I can track down getting some of the cards. That's like the only thing that like exclude, like exclusive or limited print that I'm gonna. I want. 
Yeah. So is this because I think like reference cards will make the game so much easier? Yeah, I mean, I can't believe they sold out so fucking fast, dude. If, <laughs> if, yeah, if I can't, um, if I can't get it, I might make my own reference cards just because I think it'll make the game super easier. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm probably going to use Magic Set Editor and just make my own. Yeah, there's a um, there's a company I use every once in a while called Custom Playing Cards. They're an online thing. They're a little pricey. Um, it's it's from MakePlayingCards.com. Mm-hmm. I have done stuff through them for certain games, and every time I've ordered from them, I have just been overjoyed by what I've gotten. It's it's super nice. Everything looks beautiful. Um, the cards are high quality. I've never had an issue. Send me that link when you are uh, when you're when we're done. The only thing is, is that you kind of have to have a an artsy eye so to speak mm. like you kind of got to know like okay i can't use this it's a low resolution i have to do this um you know there's a little bit of work that you have to put into it if you're making like a specific custom cards yeah yeah oh uh i i uh yeah no yeah send me, send me that link that's on that sounds that sounds like something i would actually like to use yeah go to it um so let's see we also have uh we talked about that uh calcin told so the underworld's death gorge which is the new uh 2d10 name generator pulled up has zandara's grave breakers uh which is their their a zombie set and the zombies are really nice i, I yeah, actually kind of really like the i zombies. love i love the dude with the shovel what about the uh the good boy oh yeah he's great too i'm a yeah fan. yeah the uh it's like i don't know if it's a were bat or a werewolf it's it's an okay model He's just cool. Yeah. Um, as we, as you and I always say, it's like, man, that game is still going, huh? It, it's it's still going. I mean, well, the, the, the changes they made made it made it make sense. So now you can actually like the, the barrier to entry isn't ridiculous anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's a huge that's a huge thing. Um, and finally, uh, well, not finally, but um, probably the second biggest story is the crude hunting pack. So they're finally releasing crude for 40k for the first time since fourth edition or third edition i think it was third edition was when the tower uh, initially uh, released yeah i think that was the f- yeah yeah and it, they didn't do any new crew other than third i'm pretty sure yeah third edition was when the crew were released for the first time and you got the crew crew talks um crew hounds and that was it um now they're re-releasing they're doing a new release of the crew in plastic which I'm kind of excited about because I always thought the crew were a cool idea for an army in 40k. Yeah, um, I agree. I really like the I like the sculpts. I like the design. Um, I just uh, they just never really did anything with them. So now they're re they're doing new release with them, new sculpts, and they have new crew toxes. Um, and it's like a crew tox Calvary too, which look pretty sweet. Yeah, they look fucking dope. Yeah, and they say that there's more to come, so we could uh. Hopefully they'll they'll have the the new crude hounds and maybe uh, they might do the big remember the big Forge World one the big crude yeah the that thing was fucking sweet with the ballista or whatever it was yeah that thing was fucking dope I like that thing a lot yeah I don't remember what it was called but that thing was really was really badass looking yeah. so maybe they'll do something like that for the crude maybe give them a vehicle or something uh yeah I mean you got to figure they have some sort of tech right. You know what we need to do is if give the crew like a towel devilfish, but with like crew sprues so that you could decorate it with like skulls and shit. 
Oh, that'd be cool. And that 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 that's that's a smart way to do that release too. Is you you just release the the old kit, but you add you know companion sprues. Yeah, you just add a companion sprue of like maybe a crew tank commander and like some uh like you know decorations for the hull. Yeah, it doesn't done. have to be too fancy. And maybe like oh, and a decal sheet for it. Remove the decal. Remove the decals. <laughs> Tim was borrowing. Tim was and and Dave were over and they were clipping out some decals. And they're like, "Where's your? You got a pair of scissors that I can use?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I gave him like, "I'm like, these are my decal scissors." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. So yeah, that was that was a really cool release that they're that they're putting out. And then finally, I think the big news from the release is they're doing plastic solar auxilia for the Warhammer Horus Heresy. Yes, the venerable Lemon Russ. They are doing a re-release, a new version of a plastic lemon rust. Yes, that's the biggest news of all. <laughs> the new lemon rust. They're finally. I, they're not retiring the uh, the kit, as far as I know. There's no. just a new one now. This is just a new design for it. It's uh for 30k. So, but it still would work. The difference is, and I people need to realize this before they get the kit, is that 30k lemon rusts don't have sponsons. Yes. So. If you pay for sponsons in 40k, you have to get sponsons for your 30k tank. Yes. Luckily, there's like a million bajillion fucking options for sponsons. Yes. Um, the one thing I think I absolutely hate with this release is the fucking color scheme that they picked for it. It is so ugly. It's very green. Oh, and it's like that's the thing, is like it's not even that green. Like it's just a few pieces of the armor are green, but the green contrasts so poorly with the gray and silver that it makes me want to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. To me, the entire thing just looks like a green blob because of the color choices. Yeah, you open it up and you're like green. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is like green. <laughs> you don't know how often that happens to me when I'm looking at a paint scheme and I just go green, green, <laughs> brown, brown, bad. Yeah. Oh man, I can't. Oh fuck, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't like a wait nice world, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they uh they're doing so they have the plastic solar auxilia auxilia, which are always been like a relatively cool looking army. And I think everyone kind of predicted it when they released them for Imperialis. Because yeah. for those who don't know, Games Workshop does all their sculpting in 3D now. Yeah. So like the same shit that I print out, they do themselves. But they had it down to like the eight millimeter scale. You could scale miniatures up from like if I just have a file of a of a guardsman, I can make it whatever size I want. I can make it like Bandai sized, or I can make it McFarlane toy sized. It doesn't matter. I can do it. Yeah, it, I, it's, I think I think the opposite. I think they do the opposite though, right? You 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 sculpt it big and scale it down, right? Um, no. Um, for like three D sculpting, you just you could sculpt it any size you want. And in actuality, for 3D sculpting, you don't want to sculpt it too big because if you sculpt it too big, when you scale it down, you lose the detail. Mm, I see. Yeah. So you want to sculpt it kind of to the scale you want it to be at. Okay. So that's, uh, you know, so they, they're they releasing the dudes. They have uh, the new Sentinel, which is like a heavy Sentinel. It's pretty cool looking. Um, it's well, Yeah, it's whatever. They have the plastic Lehman Russ. They have a plastic Dracosan, which is like the transport. It's like a big heavy transport and then they're doing a plastic melkador tanks which um are, are pretty cool looking i i i have one that i 3d printed a while ago <laughs> because they had done a 3d print for resin for forge world and all those got released and i, I think that's where i got it from mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. If someone sculpted it themselves, it's a really good sculpt of it because I think it's pretty authentic looking. Yeah. But, I, you know, everyone's excited about it because it's a it's a cool plastic guard release and there hasn't really been the only plastic guards right now, Arcadians. So this is your only second plastic guard army that you have out there. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, you could use them as just regular guard in your army. But as I said, if you want to make sure that if you're running it, your plastic tanks do not have spawn. Your plastic, the new plastic rusts don't have sponsons, so you got to get some sponsons for it. Yes, <clears throat> 3D print. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you or you know, buy them off Etsy. Yes, or buy them off Etsy. Oh, actually, yeah. uh, speaking of which, the, is that 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 price that I sent you? Is that is that good? Should I just buy those from Etsy? <laughs> the the Tomb Kings minis. Oh, um. You know what? I didn't even see. I didn't even look at the price. I just kind of assumed that it was overpriced from whatever it was. Okay. All right. Well, but, yeah. Uh, I guess let me know later. Yes, I will let you know. Uh, cool. Very good. Oh, so it's, you get all of those? Like, what do you get with it for 160 bucks? Yeah, you get that entire thing. Like all of those figures? Yes, all those figures. Yeah, do that. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I could do it cheaper, but they'll they could probably they could guarantee stuff. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, like for me, it would, uh, I mean, that's just a, that's just a good deal. If you're getting all of that with the bases and everything like that, go for it. Bases are not included. Oh, bases are not included. Um, yeah, I would just go with the Etsy stuff. I, I was actually, I was just gonna buy the bases from Workshop, to be honest with you. Oh, you fool. Uh, here, here's 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 why. Like, here's my here's my reasoning. Uh, they're they're not that expensive. They're fifty cents a base. Uh, and like that's that's re I think fifty cents a base is reasonable enough that. Not having to know, not having to do any work on the base is is good enough for me. Yeah, yeah. you do you, Steve. You do because you. Because all the alternatives I know of don't have the recess, uh, like because they're wood or whatever. And I'm gonna oh. put, I'm gonna put magnets in there. Oh, so, okay. So you want to do magnets? Right. Yeah, I want to do magnets. So I think that like I I don't th I don't think fifty cents a base is that outrageous uh, for for what I want. Uh, no, I. For for any of the ones that I have to upgrade, like for an unusual size, like a thirty mil, or you know whatever size, I'm just gonna three D print them on my on my plastic printer, so I could put the right. I do the recess because I print them upside down. Oh, yeah, I'm a fancy guy like that. I'm a fancy boy. Yeah, no, because fancy I, boy I, Jerry. I, I thought I thought the, the GW bases were a much bigger ripoff until I realized you get a hundred bases for for fifty bucks. It's still kind of a ripoff. I mean, it's whatever. not the best, but like. I, 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 you know, I'm not gonna, I, I won't, uh, you know, I won't, I won't kink shame you. <laughs> no, I, I might, I might actually, you know what? I might actually just, I might actually just search fucking Etsy to see if someone does, someone does base, does bases. Because yeah, eBay has, um, the only one that I, I, I haven't really looked for is the, the new upgraded 30 mil and the upgraded Calvary bases. I'm sure someone is doing it somewhere, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause I'm looking at, cause I think there's, yeah. Uh no, never mind. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Etsy. <laughs> I, I can get a, I can get a hundred bases for fourteen dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like I would just uh yeah. So never never mind. I can get a hundred bases for fourteen dollars. Uh yeah, I'll just do that. <laughs> um. So uh, just talk. Let's talk about some other stuff other than uh Games Workshop stuff. Not that that necessarily exists I and now guess. everyone's turning off the podcast because they only wanted to hear about workshop they only wanted to hear about 40k <laughs> how dare you talk about warhammer and not just talk exclusively about 40k it's the only warhammer that matters um yes exactly we're only warhammer matters <laughs> uh I, i've got i've got one for you uh What's that? I, i'll send to you it's it's 
the Wiz Kids. Wiz Kids is making that stupid fucking doofy ass dragon from uh old old D and D. Uh, here I'll send you the picture. Old editions of D and D. Uh, they're the Wiz Kids is doing a model of that dumbass dragon. <laughs> on the cover. I uh, want that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucking. It's the it's the it's the old. If if anyone anyone remember this, it's the red dragon, uh, laying on the pile of gold, and the face kind of looks like uh, a six year old yeah. drew it. Yeah, it's got like cat eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's very seventies. I dig it. I like oh, it. Oh, I I I I would get it as well. I think it's from the cover on. It's from the cover of um. I can't remember which one it is. Isn't it the is it, is it the monster manual? It could be, dude. Uh, I was at um, Half Price Books today. Oh, yesterday? Yeah, yeah. And someone had sold off their entire collection of Ravenloft. It was a near complete 2E Ravenloft collection. I was going to say 82E? Holy shit. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, there was um, the couple things that I needed that I I saw right away that I picked up. So I picked up, um, hold on. Damn. I, 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 while, while Joe's doing that, I'm actually just going to be uh, here. You and you, you and I, dear listeners, let's let's see what we can do here. Um, I'm looking for where, where which book uh, this red dragon was the cover up. Okay, I think it was so, AD and D, the monster manual. Oh, Joe's Joe's back. All right, okay, I'm back. Our adventure um, is concluded. I, it was unsuccessful. <laughs> so I got two box sets. I got Bleak House: The Death of Rudolph Van Richten. Nice. Um, which is a, a set that I did not have before. I got a Light in the Belfry, which is one of the thinner boxes that the, is an older release and a newer release. Excuse me. But it's also has the interactive audio CD on it. I I have the I, I found the I found the art. It is from Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Monster Manual. Not 2E. Uh, the original uh yeah oh uh sorry so that was the dragon style the one that this is specifically done is it's on the it's the cover art of the dungeons and dragons basic set original ah, the okay. one that ha- the one that has the fucking stars and stars and moons hat wizard on it. <laughs> nice um last thing i got was the was van richten's guide to the vistani so which Ooh. is and you know, here's the thing, and I was just talking about this with the guys, is that I'm going to start selling off my 2E collection very soon. Oh yeah? Um, yeah. Uh I I just it's it's very nice to have, but to complete anything, like anything that you I'm getting nowadays is just so expensive. I don't really want to maintain that that type of collection. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to sell off a lot of my 2E, just like chunks of the I, 2E. You know what? I I I I know where I know exactly where you're coming from because that's that's something I like. I don't. If I have a collection of something, and the value gets to a certain level, I, I literally I'm like, all right, I, I gotta I gotta sell I gotta sell this. Well, yeah, and I'm not selling it because I need the money or I want the money or like the money is too good. It's just that, all right, I enjoy the art of collecting, right? You you have like a nice collection and you can display it. And two E is actually like a really cool thing to collect because it doesn't take up that much space. I mean, yeah, I have two bookshelves full, but really, if I if I worked at it, I could have like one bookshelf. But I have some nice stuff on display and everything else, and it's nice to have. But if I want to buy anything basic, the basic modules cost twenty dollars now. 
and that's yeah. too much. That's like for, for me, it's it's if the value gets too high, I don't want to keep something that's that valuable. It's just I just don't I don't. It's like I can't sit on something that's worth that much money. It's just like it just feels. I don't know. I feel weird about it. No, and I I get it. I totally get that. And I'm not gonna. I I would not yell at anybody for doing that. My part of my issue with it is that I. I don't I, I don't like this, the idea of the stuff getting out there and then just languishing because someone because um, they can't sell it for whatever inflated price they want to sell it at. Right. right? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Um, I've actually I've been a uh, I've been following a lot of stories lately about like people who have died and their kids find their shit. Yeah. Like, and it's just like they just dump it off because they just a don't know or don't care and then it, it's like these beautiful collections like there was a kid I, I was his dad had passed and he wanted to open up a gaming store and he had everything for the gaming store in storage but then before like this is like 93 94 right and then right before he was about to open the store the the guy got really sick and he was sick for like 10 years and then uh he passed and his family was like going through everything now and they got to the storage locker or whatever it was that they had and they opened it up and it was all of this pure, like pristine gaming stuff from the 1990s mm. so you think about like you know siege of the citadel like multiple copies of siege of the citadel in there and like uh 2e uh second ed uh uh warhammer 40,000 box sets and all of this stuff and blisters upon blisters of minis from all the different companies that were out in the 90s and it's like this gorgeous thing and you're just like on one hand it's like you know this is really cool and this this you know collector should have this but the other time it's like they're not serving their purpose because they're not being used for actual gaming so i i feel very conflicted by that stuff oh uh, yeah i get you yeah. yeah i know there was uh I like was, like okay so like for example pat b Pet B, when he gets a new game, he'll play it. Yes. Right? Even if the game is terrible from like the 19, you know, 1997 uh, visual motion computer game for the 3DO, he'll put it on and play through that awful fucking game. Yes. Because he believes the game should be played. Yes. Which yeah. I, which I, which I very much respect. Yes. I respect it too. Uh, maybe not respect Pat, but I respect the process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. How can anybody be so mad at Pat? He's the nicest kid in the world, but whatever his opinion is, people will shit on his opinions. I, I, it's true that he's got he's he's got some kind of he's got some kind of shiksa thing going. He does. It's it's he's he's cursed. Yes. Um, yeah. But, you, I, 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 I had I did see him say something that I thought was pretty innocuous and like some people went in on him on it. And I was like, why? I was like, what the hell did he say? Like, he didn't say anything bad. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I love the guy. He put up his his Christmas decorations like the day before Thanksgiving, and I almost killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, oh well, well that's a, that's another thing. That's another example of like throwing chairs for opinions. Mm -hmm. Like, I get mad at him, and I'm so I'm like cursing him out. And then I I posted something about watching Die Hard, and he goes, "Oh, watching Die Hard. You watched Die Hard a little bit early." I said, well, yeah, it's a little early for summer because it's a summer movie. <laughs> and then it's like it, it went on from there for a little bit. And then for Christmas this year, I printed out Christmas decorations of Hans Gruber falling off Nakatomi Tower saying Merry Christmas. But Die Hard debuted in July of whatever, 1985. And he goes, that's you, 
you made this because of me, right? And I said, absolutely. That's great. You know, it's not only am I throwing chairs, but I'm also flipping you onto a pile of Legos. That's that's the way that I'm going to argue with you. Uh, I love it. Yes. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, the Dungeons and Dragons whiz kid thing. That's what we're talking about. The God gets to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, and so that that's just the first. They're doing a whole bunch of uh, classic um, uh, a bunch of classic uh, iconic D&D minis from the old old style. Uh, it's going to be for uh, that that figure, the dragon I sent you, that one standalone. You'll be able to buy that in a box by itself. But they're for $120. Uh, probably something around those lines. Uh, I think so. Mostly. Oh, well, I don't know. Wiz, WizKids, WizKids figures are weird. Like some of them are some of them are crazy expensive. Some of them are not. Uh, really? You're absolutely correct on that. Some of them are just like batshit crazy. Yeah. And then some of them are like, oh, that's that's cheaper than I thought. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're doing a 50th anniversary booster set. Um, hmm. And they are really using a bunch of just old ass. So they, there's a there's a uh, the the theme like they're actually so. As far I mean, I, I won't get it obviously because I, I don't need 3D miniatures for role playing. Um, yeah, I, I use I, I'm actually making tokens myself. I, I just bought a bunch of old magic cards and uh, old stuff, and I just I've been using a hole punch, and you can just glue them on bases. Um, but anyway, uh, I, sorry that was like a fucking total tangent that had nothing to do with anything. But yeah, the welcome to the game, classy. I'm yeah, your Joe. <laughs> yeah, the, so. Uh, what they what they really did is they did an excellent job of making a real like a legit through the ages uh, set. So what they what they have is there's a classic version of each figure and then a modern version of each figure. Uh, so like for example, there is a a, cl- a classic knoll. So like it is like it's how the like the Knolls kind of looked a little goofy before. Uh, there's that figure, and then there's the modern Knoll, which is like it looks you know nor like you know like like a Knoll you'd expect it to look like. There's like then there's like slimes too. So there's like there's goofy slimes that have like eyeballs, and then there's like you know the, the more modern slime that does not. Uh, Ifrit is a real good one. Like they have that that classic uh, red. Ifrit that's been on the cover of uh, you know old ass books where it's got the real goofy kind of like Japanese oni style looking face, and then they have one that just you know looks like a contemporary uh, Ifrit uh, style of the you know, the aesthetic and like the dragon too same thing they have like a they have the doofy looking red dragon and then they have you know a modern looking red dragon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean you know it's like these are all drawn by like these are all drawn by amateurs of the 1970s so you can't right. be too harsh on them oh no i do i i, I sorry I, I didn't mean to be harsh it's it, it's literally like if you and your friends were like let's draw this monster uh yeah they, they were not it. professionals they were just the people who are writing the rules <laughs> well and and that's and that's what you know you you look at um the original release of dungeons and dragons like when gary gygax was playing dungeons and dragons originally they were using plastic monsters that he bought at the dollar store, like the rust monster and all of those famous monsters that are kind of unique to Dungeons and Dragons were from the dollar store toy bin. Yeah. They were just random ass toys. They were, no, they were old Japanese, like, you know, uh, Kaiju monsters that were just repainted and thrown at dollar stores mm-hmm. for, for cheap. And so they would pick them up and they would use them in their D and D games. Yeah, and that that's basically how it, how they played it. So yeah, they all look doofy because they're all based on you know seventies or sixties and seventies Japanese kaiju monster doofy toys. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. 
Um, yeah, but so that sounds cool. I mean, for the old school players. Yeah, that's neat. And I, I, I do, I do like the idea of having the like the classic, you know, like the classic doofy version of something versus like you know the the more modern like highly produced version. Just because that's a cool side by side to have. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, I want to talk just a couple Kickstarters before we close. Oh. And a couple Kickstarters in a board game. Um, one that had slipped my radar and I just discovered it. Um, and people are going to say I discovered it because I shut up and sit down. But um, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, two Kickstarters. One is going to end probably before this podcast pops up, which I feel sorry about and I feel bad about it. But Redbox Games has a really cool uh, limited release 28 millimeter metal figures coming out. Um, All right, that's sick. Yeah. And they they're really cool looking. Um, just like very nice looking D and D guards, kind of like characters. Um, you can look them up. Uh, I feel bad that I forgot. I mean, they might be in resin, not metal, but they are, look really cool. Um, and it's a very limited release, so I would I would just check that out. Um, the Conan Kickstarter. Have you seen the Red Nails Kickstarter? Oh, I haven't. No. No. So they're they're doing the um, the board game, which I thought was like I was really weird. It's like I thought this game was dead. But hey, it's still uh, rocking so, strong. Okay, so okay, so the the full so here's here's how here's here's what happened. So uh, Monolith made that board game. It was a pretty pretty decent success in Kickstarter. Then they had yeah. production issues, and the only thing that anyone could fucking find forever was just the base game. You couldn't find any of the expansions, so the game kind of like languished a bit like it wasn't able to grow because nobody could fucking play it because the only thing you do is buy the base game and for all intents and purposes the base game was fine but it was not the game like you needed yeah. the expansions uh, yeah this is conan the board game is one of those games that steve and i have talked about where it's like if you're playing this is your game this is what you're going to be playing yes yes if you're gonna play conan you're gonna play conan like this is like this is the game to play like you just play this game uh and then of course modifius was doing the rpg so when the license went to renew for Modifius, they didn't renew it, and Monolith picked it up. And so what Monolith is doing now is they're re-releasing the board game. They're focused on uh, you know, actually supporting it. And then also Monolith is going to be the stewards of the RPG now. So yeah. if you want to play the Conan board game and also have an RPG, the same company is making both now. Yes. And uh, so you could and you could get everything for about what is it, 260 US right now. There's a couple, yeah, which, there's like about a week left. Yeah, which is, which, I mean, good deal. There's a lot, that's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit and a lot of it you don't there's not a ton of um risk in this one because yeah, no monolith is a trusted company yeah there's a, there's some there's some things that are going to be a little harder to get but it's um yeah you gotta you get a fuck ton of stuff i, I also really like that they they they're this is the first conan the berserker miniature i think i've ever seen which Maybe. is which is the uh, iconic Frank Frazetta where uh, Conan's on the, the big black horse and he's got his arms spread wide with the, with the shield and sword. Uh, oh, arms a, wide open. A, with arms wide, with crumb wide open. Yes, with crumb wide open. That's right. Crumb cares not for your God. That's, um, that's right. Yeah, so I mean, I, I would check it out. It's it's definitely, oh yeah, God, that's a cool looking model. Yeah, isn't it? It's fucking cool. Conan the Berserker. Yeah, yeah so I would, I would totally... Um, totally if you're interested if you're a conan fan the minis alone are kind of worth it for that amount um they're they're that rustic i believe mm -hmm. right they're like plasticky resin uh yes yes i, I believe that's the case i'm not 100 yes. sure don't quote me on that i believe they're rustic as well i also yes. don't quote me but i'm fairly certain that's correct 
So yeah, keep that. And then the board game that I was uh, shut up and sit down had done. I haven't even watched the review yet, but they were talking about it. So I, I looked into it and I might actually buy this is ticket to ride legacy. Oh yeah. That'll be fun. Um, I, I'm not huge into the legacy games because I don't think I play board games enough to really get into it. legacy is like, okay, we really fucking like pandemic as a game group. Um, well, the thing that we want to take that to the next level as someone who's played legacy games a lot. One of the fun things about it is that you don't actually need to be into legacy because it just it, it's literally like you don't need to remember anything because the way that those games work is they adjust the rules, but you adjust the rules on the fly. So like example, if you if there's a space on the board that's blank and in in legacy, you add like it becomes a danger space or whatever you, you literally you literally put a sticker permanently on the board. So there's nothing to remember about that. So just the next time you play, the game will just be changed. Yes. Um, I really like, I, I, so it's Ticket to Ride, Legends of the West Legacy, right? Mm. Um, so it's all about old tiny trains too. I mean, that sounds fucking cool. And all of the like specific add, uh, not add-ons, but like the legacy part is like puzzle pieces that get added to the board. So as you expand westward, you add puzzle pieces to the board. That's really cool. Yeah, they have like um, California, Cascadia, Sierra Madre, Great Plains, the Haunted Wastes. I don't know what that means. The Badlands, Open Range and Florida. Nice. And each one has like a puzzle piece that's added to it onto the board. Um, I my, my family likes Ticket to Ride. I think it's a fun, fast game that everyone like the rules are not super complicated. Mm hmm. So I think that this might be one that like my wife, myself and my daughter can play and, you know, have fun with it over time. So it, shut up and sit down, did a review of it. And I'd like they're one of the few YouTube channels that I follow. So I, I I'm interested in seeing their review. They might shit all over it for all I know, because sometimes they're really hard to narrow to pin down. Like sometimes shut up and sit down, love something. And sometimes they just utterly will shit on something. I see. Most of the time it's, they give middling reviews to everything. <laughs> they're like, we like this, but it's a shit game. Um, yeah. That's kind of what I they mean. I, I can, I can feel that vibe. Yeah, exactly. So the welcome to game class where we talk about other podcasts. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you want to talk about uh, Red Letter Media? They just did a review of Glenn Danzig's new movie. Oh, uh, the only the most recent thing I saw was they did a Star Trek trivia where uh, oh yeah, the host guy had to wear the the Discovery uniform. <laughs> the, the loser has to wear the Discovery uniform. Yes, 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 yes. I I, I do enjoy them. They are they're good Midwest Midwest folk. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, that's also those those trivia questions are bullshit, man. They they do some fucking. Gnarly Those are hard questions. Yeah, they, they do some gnarly questions that I do not like. Like, there's like the one, like the one. It's the episode where they, uh, like, it's like how many engineers, how many engineering crew were beamed down to the planet in this episode. And it's like, what? <laughs> what kind of a fucking question is that? I mean, the answer yeah. is 50, the answer is fifty, but yeah, <laughs> but still. <laughs> I mean, I I only got like maybe two questions they were asking correct they're 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 legit they're legit hard because they 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 they're obscure minutiae rather than like generalized like lore trivia yeah cool. or trivia about lore hey hey um, although I, I couldn't believe they got the they got one wrong and i couldn't believe i was like really shocked by it, but it was uh it was what's the first episode that data imitated other crew members voices it's a counter far point. Yeah, it's literally the first fucking episode. <laughs> I that was one that I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised that they got that wrong. Yeah, it happens. That's true. 
Um, all right. So do we have any other gaming news that we want to talk about? No, nah, I think that's it, man. All right. So go to the Game Classy Facebook page. It's the best way to get the link to the Game Classy Discord where we actually talk about stuff. Yeah. Hey, we got 300 episodes coming up in two weeks. Got to figure out what I want to do with that. Yes, indeed. At, you know, at some point, someone someone else is going to join our fucking Total War campaign. Me and uh, <laughs> uh, me and Eventually. Daddy Massive have been playing. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to play Total War. Um, yes, please do. I would love another player. It would be yes. sweet. Um, and you could join that up through the Discord. Um, our Discord is fairly active. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah. Uh, you could also, if you want more Steve and Joe, or you want to help out the podcast, you can like, comment, subscribe on the iTunes. You can like, comment, subscribe on the YouTubes. Um, I don't know why, but you can do it. YouTube is awful and should be punished for what it is. If you'd uh, like to, yeah, no, that's true. Even as a, even as a, even as someone who uses YouTube constantly, I also agree. Yeah. Um, you can, if you want to get more, see more of Joe and Steve, you could follow me at Instagram at game classy Joe. Uh, that's where I'm probably most active. Um, not posting as much anymore, but, um, once I finish the warlord Titan and the, yeah, the warlord i'll probably be posting more figures that i'll be painting i'm just kind of slogging my way through that guy and if you want to see steve at blue sky what's your what's your handle uh command throw at command throw on blue sky yeah yeah so uh steve until two weeks from now until episode 300 until episode 300 uh i am not going to eat them but uh please someone try the footlong treats from subway and tell me how they are uh Okay. <laughs> they're doing so. I guess I'll. I guess, so they're they're called foot long sidekicks. There are three. There are three options. Each one is a foot long. Uh, they have a churro for two dollars. They have a pretzel for three dollars and a fucking chocolate chip cookie for five dollars. And all of them are a, a foot long. So you can get a foot of cookie for five U.S. dollars. Anyway, have a good night, people. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Game classy.